Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Throw It Batch. We aren't just your typical Bachelor Nation podcast, we are all-knowing, all-seeing. AKA, we cover spoilers, news and gossip, astrology, and more. You have been warned. We get spiritual, we get witchy, and sometimes a little bit tipsy. I'm Sam. And I'm Alyssa. Let's throw it back. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new week here at Throw It Batch. Melissa can't be here this week, but we have the one and only Zachary Reality in the house. How are you doing, Zachary? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me back. Um, I think third time. So third time's a charm. So I think we're going to give a lot of tea and hot opinions today. Yes. And I mean, every time we have you back, it's like you're doing more. You've talked to more people. You've made more connections in the Bachelor world. Mm -hmm. Um, So one question I want to ask you to just catch up on all of your, you know, shenanigans these days is so you talked to Shanae's sister. Is that correct? I did. Yes. So I actually talked to her months back. She reached out to me. Um, before we even got the cast list, I believe. And she sent me a DM and I looked at it because we just talked last week. And the DM said something along the lines of like, I hope, um, fingers crossed, my sister gets on the show. And then she was talking about Shanae. And like, I didn't even realize until um, we talked last week for the first time in like a couple of months. So she followed you before Shanae got on the show and her Mm -hmm. sister was like ahead of it. Yes. And Shanae actually was, the only girl um, or the first girl to follow me from the show um, on like Instagram, like months before, like a couple months before the show even aired, like just when we got the cast list, you know how we get the cast list like three yeah. or four months early. So I don't know if she is just like a super fan of The Bachelor because um, obviously like I talk about it or maybe she knows that I have a soft spot for villains. So she thought I could be on her side. Um, but I think <laughs> it was now like a lot of the girls follow me and I've talked to a lot of them, but I think it's interesting that Shanae was like, you know, doing some pre pre um, followings and creeping around before the season started. I have a conspiracy theory. So, you know, Game of Roses, Bachelor mm-hmm. Clues, and he had said that he had coached a couple of girls from this mm-hmm. season, but he won't say who. Do you think there's a possibility it could be Shanae? I definitely think it's Shanae, a hundred percent. I think she was a fan of the show. And I honestly think a lot of her um, behavior this season is because she knows she's being the villain and she's just having fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. And so who else like have you talked to from this season? Because like you said, a lot of villains and you, you know, click, but that the thing is, is that they're not really villains in real life. And so, you know, you kind of get to see both sides of them. So who have you talked to that has like surprised you or that is how you've expected so far? Well, I will say I haven't talked to Shanae in a while. I made it clear that I was team Elizabeth um, and she actually unfollowed me. then I unfollowed her back I don't think there's any beef like I'm pretty I feel like I'm being pretty like lenient compared to like all of the comments and other recappers with Shanae so I don't think it's that serious I'm sure we can follow each other after the season um but I have talked to Elizabeth a decent amount um she's sweet she's a sweet girl she's oh yeah she's sweet I think she's really living for um being on The Bachelor 
So I think she's talking to a lot of recappers. I don't know, but maybe we'll get coffee this weekend. I think she's going to be in LA. I'm down to get like drinks with like any of them because I love doing like TikTok collabs. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be really fun. And I've talked to Cassidy a decent amount too. We have a couple of mutual friends and she's, she's so cool. I think she's really fun. So do you believe what she said about her stories that came out saying like, fuck you, Clayton Eckerd were just for her personal friends and yeah. She told me it was before she even announced it um, publicly. So I knew that. um, And that's why she was like getting in trouble. She was in hot water with the franchise because of that video. But she did tell me that that was for her close friends and that somebody like screen recorded it. And I'm not even, who who cares? Like those videos, like you make those videos for your close, like 20, 30 friends to see. Like, of course she went on the show and like is pissed off that she left. Like who wouldn't be? So I'm really not like mad at her for those videos. I think you just got to be really careful who you have on your close friends list. Yeah. I mean, they were funny. I felt like it was John Tucker must die. Kind of. Do you remember that movie? Um, oh my God, Zach, you have to watch it. It's like old school. Um, Sophia Bush, Brittany Snow, and who was the guy from Desperate Housewives? Jesse Metcalf. All of these girls realize they're dating him at the same time because they're in different cliques in high school. And then they keep on making these little like videos. They're like, John Tucker must die. Fuck you, John Tucker. And they like team together. It's hilarious, but it Ooh. reminded me. Yeah, you got to watch that. That should Love go that. on Netflix. So I also wanted to ask, so you were on Pilot Pete's podcast as well what was that like it was interesting being on his podcast because I definitely like shaded him before on my TikTok I mean all the shade I throw is usually really like humorous and sarcastic so it's never personal but his team like reached out to me um to come on the podcast and honestly like I felt like he was a little cold. Um, I felt like they, when I was on the podcast, if you listen, they really were just asking me for like tea on like Clayton season and on like The Bachelor and stuff. And I don't know, I would have appreciated more questions about me personally or my TikTok account or like, you know, put me in my place, be like, you shaded, like it could have been funnier. And my experience on the podcast, I think was just like, feeling like I was just like there to spill tea and that's it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can tell on those podcasts when they have like, Nick Vial had someone on recently and she was, he was like, I don't even really know why you're here. And she's like, um, it was just he like, said that? yeah, he's like, apparently you're highly recommended, but I'm not sure why. And it's like, dude, do your homework. Like maybe, and I had a feeling that he felt some certain way about this girl because she had made fun of him in some way. So I'm, oh. I, I get the vibe. Oh, that's, that's interesting. But like, I'm fun. Like me and Pete could have laughed about it. I could have owned it. I would have apologized if it actually hurt him. Like, I mean, I didn't think I said anything too bad, but he told me he was going to like binge my TikToks after. And I haven't heard from him since, but um, I have talked to like his um, podcast um, social person. And she's so sweet. I really like her a lot. So I'd be down to go back on his podcast and I would love to go on Nick's podcast. I've been telling my followers to tag him. And of course he's seeing it because like I have hundreds of people doing it and he's just, he hasn't invited me and I would, it's be cool because it's in person. I would love to see you in the chair at Nick's studio. I would die. Me too. I don't know why he won't ask me because he's totally seen it. So I don't know. Well, fingers crossed. Let's manifest that for you for sure. And so as we go through this, any tea, any shade, you know, just do your thing, interject Mm -hmm. it as you always do. But let's start off with talking about um, Clayton, Shanae and Elizabeth, this really uncomfortable trio. I just thought it was so funny that Clayton had to walk away from these women. Um, What are your thoughts as far as how Clayton is dealing with drama and him overall as the lead? 
I mean, that's my issue is that he walked away from the women. Not once did we see him try and break up the fight. Like he put them together so that they can talk about it and then just like removed himself from the conversation. So I didn't appreciate that. I feel like Clayton is one of the worst bachelors we've ever had. I mean, he has no personality. Like he's not um, being a man. He's not like opening up even to like the women in a way. I feel like he just like is doing whatever the producers tell him to do. And he feels like such a puppet. Like there's just no genuineness. I, Clayton isn't charming to me. He's not attractive. And I had a crush on Matt James. I liked Pilot Pete. Like I liked a lot of the bachelors. Ari, Clayton's the worst one. Wow, that's a hot take. I mean, I kind of feel bad for Clayton. Do you think that the producers, like, again, conspiracy theory time, but this is, I think this is very true. We're, we're sick of having leads that wouldn't listen to them. And mm. we're like, let's pick a puppet. I mean, of course. I mean, Matt James didn't propose. Pilot Pete, like, screwed it up at the end. Colton jumped a fence. Like, I'm just thinking of the last few bachelors. I think they really wanted to go with someone that was as basic as possible so they can try and bring back that audience and someone who is young and naive and is just going to do whatever they say. Um, so that's why I think they picked him. And even like the girls this season and the drama and the editing, I feel like we're watching a weird show. I, this is the weirdest season. <laughs> I can't tell the girls apart, the blondes. It is, mm. there are so many blondes and I really try my best but I'm like okay Jamie Lynn Spears over here yeah. um you know Lindsay I know her name now yeah, yeah. but <laughs> she looks so much like her but I do I do appreciate the brunettes I will say what are your thoughts on Gabby and do you have any I mean I know that obviously she dated Blake Horseman and Dean um before they were each even on the show uh -huh. but like what have you gotten about her so I actually met a girl who was like best friends with Gabby months ago. She, um, we met at a pool in Los Angeles. I, I literally meet everyone. I swear to God being in LA, but um, we met at a pool in Los Angeles. She followed me on TikTok and she's like, oh, my friend's going to be on the next season. So I knew about Gabby like months before. Um, I even knew about the tea that she dated Blake and Dean, like before it even hit the public. And I think that Gabby is so cool and sweet. She's actually one of my favorites this season, if not my favorite. Susie is also one of my favorites. I talked to her and she's so sweet. Um, but Gabby just seems very like with it. Like she's just very much on the show, a little um, childish when she talks like, like her goofy voice, but I think that's yeah. just her voice. But sometimes she does sound like a five-year-old. No offense, <laughs> love you Gabby. I really enjoy her too. So it's funny because before the show started, I thought Genevieve and Gabby were the same person, mm. um, which is easy, you know, to, to <laughs> I was like, oh, she's the one that dated Dean and Blake. No, it's, it's the other one. But yeah, they kind of team up. Um, I don't know. Um, have you talked to Genevieve at all? Because my feelings about no. her are a little, she's like, she's an actress from Los Angeles. She already has a good following on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of just like following the signs here. Like, I don't think that she, she's just like trying to pick things up. Do you know what I mean? To start drama. Yeah. And I don't think Gabby was like involved in the Sinead drama, even though she was in that conversation. I think producers put, you know, a few women to film a scene and that's just what they do. And they're like, talk about Sinead. I mean, that's yeah. what I've gotten from people on the show. They literally just do that. Um, so I just, I've gotten a couple DMs about Genevieve, you know, that she's a little um, scrappy and like maybe a little uptight, um, but I've never talked to her. So I don't really know, but I don't really get the best vibes, but you know, I kind of like to judge for myself. So I've never talked to her or met her.
Yeah. Well, here's your opportunity, Genevieve. Slide into those (laughs) Zachary reality DMs. Show us who you are. For real. Let us know. We have the Rachel and Clayton one-on-one date. Listen, I love a good love story. Okay. This is why I started watching the show. And then I grew up and realized how funny and ridiculous and unrealistic it was. However, like I watched Ryan and Trista's wedding live. I love love. And I do feel like Rachel and Clayton, like it's kind of undeniable. It reminds me a little bit of Ari and Lauren for some reason. Ooh, I could see that. I don't, I, I like Rachel. I think she's cool. She seems like she's going to be the winner. She's my winner pick, especially because mm-hmm. the edit she's getting where it was like, it's like subtle, but it's like, she's still very prominent. So I think he's going to pick Rachel, but I don't think it's going to last. I don't think Clayton's going to last with anyone, uh, maybe like for a year or two, but I don't think that this is like going to be an epic love story. But what if he's just a boring man that wants to wife up and have a family? Like maybe he actually will be a great husband and dad because people compare him to Pilot Pete and Pete never, I don't really think he wanted to get married. I think that he's way more of a fuck boy than Clayton was. Yeah. (laughs) A hundred percent. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but this date was really beautiful. I felt like I was watching a Nicholas Sparks movie. Yeah, it was kind of sweet, especially with like the barbecue and like all those people and like it's cool that they're able to like be around other people in like a social setting. Cause a lot of times these dates like really isolate them where it's like just them and the, like the two of them for the day. So it's nice to see, to, that's how you can get to know someone seeing how they interact with other people. Okay. Yes. But like, we're not a stupid audience. I just really wish they, cause they break the fourth wall now all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and, but now you're going to give us these random people that were hired, you know, to be like, Oh, hello. And also it's like COVID. So this uh-huh. definitely really didn't happen as it wouldn't. Cause as we know, we've worked in Hollywood, like you have to sign off, blah, blah, blah. I just would have mm-hmm. liked it That's if true. they were like, you know, these are some people that we just found that they love to grill and they're really good cooks. And this is, this is Sally, this is John. And, uh, you know, like, why don't you two meet? I just hate the whole, like, Oh, hello. It makes me think like it's all an act the whole show. I mean, I literally, I don't know if it's just like the overexposure of the show, or maybe that I'm getting to know more people from the franchise and other bachelor people, but it's like, this show is I can't even look at it like it's real anymore. I feel like this season, everything is just so produced. And I started watching Unreal. And I mean, this show has lost its magic, let alone me knowing all the behind the scenes secrets now. I really feel like this show is just so beyond, like it needs a hiatus if they want to get it back on track or just go right to paradise. Yeah. Or yeah, they just have to really revamp because as sweet as this was and as romantic as I am, like I got into a new relationship. So I have a little bit of rose colored glasses these days, which I, I will like accept that I do right now, but I'm also still a cynic. And so I'm like, I don't know about this. They've done all of those iterations of the finale when the women, two of them find out that he slept with both of them and they, you know, cut it with different women. And I think mm-hmm. it's very obvious. One of them is Rachel. Like it's, you could see Rachel and, she, it's and not, I think Gabby too. One of, yes, one of them, you know, for sure. But I think that um, she's the most, like, I'm just worried that he'll lose her because of that, like a Maddie situation. Or even just what happened with Andy Dorfman and like Josh Murray, you know, she revealed or Nick calls her out for like making love. And then I remember Andy saying it was like a problem in their relationship. So honestly, like, 
I feel like at that point, you should not be sleeping with more than one person in the fantasy suite. I know you got to test the car, but it's just like, it's, you can't do that when you're about to get engaged to someone. Um, but I guess you really don't know until you're in that situation. I know. I always see both sides of it because I kind of, I would want to explore, but also if I'm, I think there's different situations. Like think about Jojo and Robbie, right? Like mm-hmm. there was no comparison. Robbie, she was never going to pick him. Yeah. And so, yes, it would make sense that she just wanted to be with Jordan. But the thing is also is that women do this differently. Women know the feelings of attachment. And so they let the men go a lot of times before fantasy suites. Yeah. But that makes sense. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, this season needs to just like, I'm excited for the travel. I think it's going to really bring more interesting layers. And now we're getting to know the women. And I like a lot of the girls and it's fun to watch the girls. I always like, like the bachelor over the bachelorette. And I mean, I think the season seems promising and exciting, so I'm enjoying it. It just feels a little slow, I guess, maybe just because the overexposure of the show. Yeah. And like, listen, I am a feminist and that means loving all women, women that want to stay home and have kids, women Mm -hmm. that want to have careers, women that want to be with other women, whatever it is, you know, but I I will say I do have an affinity towards a woman with a kick-ass career like Rachel. That is really cool and no shade against Lauren Burnham or anything, but like, I, cause I was comparing them because I'm like, oh, they seem so basic and simple. And I'm like, no, Rachel knows how to fly a plane. That's so cool, right? Pilot Rachel. <laughs> Pilot Rachel. Oh my God. She would eat Pilot Pete alive. I know. Imagine she was on Pete's season. It would have been Pilot Rachel and Pilot Pete. He would have let her go the first night because he was so threatened. You know, it's so funny. I was just with um, Eunice. She was on Pilot Pete's season. She mm-hmm. was a flight attendant and they let her go night one and a couple other flight attendants. Isn't that weird? I remember that because they cast several flight attendants and he let them all go night one. Yeah, I don't understand that. Wouldn't that be a perfect match? No, because they know <laughs> they know too much. <laughs> oh, maybe. And which was an interesting point to Rachel being a pilot and her ex saying that, like accusing her of doing the things that a male pilot would do when they have layovers and when they have to stay overnight. I've never thought about it like that. Yeah. I got an interesting DM today and we'll see if anything comes of this, but either Rachel's ex or his lawyer, um, someone is getting involved and does not like what Rachel said about them. And there was like a rose emoji. So it was like a clue. So I don't think Rachel's ex is too happy about what she said about him on the show. Interesting. So wait, what does that mean? You got a DM with a rose emoji. It was from like someone's story. So it was either the ex's story or like a friend. Oh, wow. I mean, I can pull it up for you. Yeah, let's see. So Comrada underscore 27, this might be her ex, but the Instagram story says, my lawyer is going to be busy with a rose emoji. And then someone said, Rachel from Clayton season X from college, put this on his story. Uh, We'll have to kind of see what happens. Oh, that is so stupid. Like he has no claim. She didn't say his name. Yeah, but I mean, if she's going to be a front runner and she's going to go to the end of the show, I'm sure that he'll be brought up more. True. Kind of reminds me of Tasha's ex, but at least like with her ex-husband, you could Google his name and know who he was. But this, it's like you can't really Google who's her, you know, ex-boyfriend. It's nothing legal. We're going to need some scandal, you know, 
there hasn't been much this season. So we're going to need a little bit more towards the end. I feel like there's a, there's always like controversy around the winner. I mean, Nate had a lot of backlash, even Blake from Katie's season, Rachel. I feel like the winner always gets painted in a different light to kind of throw people off and to get those reactions. This is why I feel like they're really trying to go back to basics. They want this like perfect cookie cutter woman that like, ooh, let's expand. Let's become, you know, fresh. Oh, she has a career. She doesn't just live with her parents, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I think they're going to try to really protect her. But it was funny when he kind of was joking with her saying like, kind of taunting her, making her think he found something bad out about her. And she was scared. And I was like, what are you scared of, girl? Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. That was funny. They always do those fake outs. I mean, even when people are about to get engaged and they're like about to, they make it seem like they're about to break up and then they propose. So there's always a fake out on The Bachelor. Of course. So let's get into this group date. So we're doing tailgating. This is not tailgating. Tailgating's fun. (laughs) I want to see the beer. This is aggressive. It, oh, well, until the football game. So I actually was at the group date when Becca Kufrin did a, the football date where Clay Harbor literally like ended his football career right there. Mm-hmm. And there was an ambulance and everyone was like, oh, this is fake, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't. He lost his football career after that. It was awful. But I don't think they've ever really done legit football between the women. I would be livid. I think it's like fun in a way I love like a good competition but at this point it's like we want to see other dates like they're really just asking for you guys to tackle each other so they can make like a storyline that like someone got hurt and it was like a big thing and it was clear that none of the women knew how to play football other than Marlena women aren't really allowed to play football it's not as though like we have an opportunity in high school we can join the softball team the basketball team the volleyball team you know it's never like oh do you want to do a women's football team this is not safe and they were hurt (laughs) I was like so triggered I once went to a sports camp by accident for a month Mm -hmm. my parents were splitting up and I was like I want to go to the camp everyone says it's cool so they sent me and I got there and I was at a pay phone back in the day and I was like it's sports (laughs) I was fucking triggered. I was like, you're not going to make these girls do this. And I even felt bad for Shanae. I'm not going to lie. You know, she got injured for sure, but they, it was the shrimp stampede versus the purple punishers. And, um, I loved how, when Clayton yelled out at Gabby, when she was just like, why? Like, I don't want to do this. Like he goes, Gabby, you got to protect. And she goes, why? (laughs) I mean, at this point, like you just have to kind of be a good sport about the thing. You're not really getting to choose what you want to do on the date. So I understand why Gabby was just kind of laggy gagging around. And I mean, the more effort you put into it, the more you have a chance to win and get that after party with Clayton. Don't you want that? You want the time. But clearly it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter when you're Shanae and you're (laughs) the villain and this is the Shanae show. Yes. And I mean, okay. Do you think realistically, like, yes, we know she's probably playing a part. Um, but do you think there are conversations she's having with women that is, are like apologizing or, you know, trying to connect with them? Do you think there's anything that she says about the bullying that has any merit? 
I definitely, I don't think so. I feel like this is a really sweet group of girls. I really don't think that maybe there's people who are ignoring her and she's taking it as bullying, but it's not like she's able to give good examples. And I'm sure that like, she's getting along with someone in the house. There's like 15 girls there. Like it, it can't be every single girl having a problem with her. Um, I'm sure that she's like bonding with Susie on the low or just like a couple of the other girls who are like low key, but it definitely seems like you know, she's playing this part, but I also think the producers are like encouraging her to, and she's just having fun with it. It's a, it really is just a reality show at the end of the day. Because when you think about it realistically, if you are a normal level-headed human being that doesn't live in a fantasy world, yeah, you're going on this show, you're lucky enough to get in the first place. And so statistically, you know that you have a one in 25, 30 chance of winning. So it's mm-hmm. like really how devoted are you going to be? She's just really having fun. I mean, I really don't not like her. I think like she definitely is, seems manipulative and she seems victim and gaslighty. And I obviously don't like, like the comments she made about like the ADHD thing, but I don't really think she's that good of a villain. I think about all the other iconic villains we've had, like Courtney Robertson, Michelle Money, Crystal, Tierra. Like there's been so many other villains who've done like worse or just have been like bolder personalities. I kind of feel like this season is just so mediocre. I definitely got crystal vibes from her. I feel like she is, I could tell, like, you know, when you see a young actor and you can tell they're trying to emulate these more popular actors, it's like, Ooh, do a Reese Witherspoon. Ooh, Mm. do like a Jennifer Love Hewitt. You know, I feel like Shanae is like, Ooh, let me do a crystal. Let me do a Courtney. Maybe. I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens with her and, you know, the women tell all, I mean, you see her on social media. She's just dancing in front of shrimp. So she is having a good time with it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I've never like loved shrimp and my mom (laughs) eats it all of the time. And I'm like, get this out of our house. I don't want to see it again. (laughs) Honestly, I haven't had shrimp in a while, but I literally, maybe like when I'm out to eat, but I'm going to cook shrimp next week. I like, I have to, at least for like a TikTok or something when the bachelor's on, I think it would be funny. You should try to, like, by the end of the season, make some amends with Shanae and be like, let's go out for shrimp. I know I will. I totally will, especially she's she's in L.A. You know, I'm actually going to try and get invited to the Women Tell All this year. Mm. Um, I A few of the producers have started following me, so I'm just going to DM them and beg them and see if they let me come. I'm not sure if they would want me there, but I'll sign the NDA and I'll keep shut. I want to get your um, input on Teddy. Have you gotten anything about her? And like, what are your feelings on her? Cause she has like, we haven't seen her, I feel like in forever. And then she has a conversation with Clayton. It's very Abigail asked, do you know what I mean? Yes. But I, but I do think that Teddy's a little more confident than Abigail was. I think Abigail knew this isn't really a thing, but I think Teddy is like, no, I got the first impression Rose you like me the most. I think I was a little icky about Teddy in the beginning. I feel like I really liked her, but the more and more she's been on the show, I feel like she is really cool and chill. And I know she did an interview on Nick's podcast Mm -hmm. and was just really mature. And she doesn't seem like she's engaging in all the drama and the toxicness of the franchise. Like she's kind of just rolling with the punches. So I like Teddy a lot. I want to see her in paradise and I'm already shipping her with Brandon. I was, well, I'm shipping so many people with Brandon, actually. I have, I have like a list. list. Yeah. But the one thing I will just side note say about Brandon that turned me off recently, but at least he was honest. Someone in an interview was like, so are you still going to have your job? Like what's your next career step? And he's like, I want to be a host. And I was like, can we just have a normal person? A host for what? He wants to host podcasts, TV, like, you know, another Dale Moss or something. But- well, maybe he's just saying that because he just got off The Bachelor. He doesn't give me like 
that kind of vibe. I don't even know if he knows how to make content. Like a lot of these people get all these followers, but they don't know how to monetize it or like, you know, really influence. So no. um, I, I just don't think he's one of those people. So we'll see. I mean, the sky is the limit. It's his life, right? But yes, let's briefly talk about Shanae at the after party. Um, he is in, is Clayton into her? Do you think? Because also her and Cassidy, they look so similar. <laughs> A little bit. I don't think Clayton's into her because when he walked in, he was so turned off when she crashed the party. And then he was like looking down and you could tell by his like body language and his eye contact. I mean, maybe he wasn't an intimate moment with Sarah, but I don't think he's that into her. I really don't see a connection between them. And I think that's what's making her not as good of a villain because we love these villains when they have like a real connection with the lead. That's when it's like so much more powerful and in depth of a villain. And I just really feel like I just don't see a connection between Clayton and Shanae at all. Yeah. And I mean, did you see what Clayton put out today apologizing to Elizabeth? Yeah, I saw that. Thank God he said something. I don't know if he was like not allowed to, but I'm glad that he did. I have a hard time believing that he didn't know about the ADHD comments, but I also don't think that Clayton has any say in like who's going home. And like I said, like he didn't even stand up for Elizabeth and Shanae when it was happening. He just walked away. Like he's just not being a man. They just went too far in the other direction and including the bachelorettes. Like I loved the bachelorettes. I love Michelle. I love Katie. And, um, it's like, but they were too, we're not going to put up with this. Same with, you know, Matt James. So it's like they went the complete other way where it's not even interesting at this point to watch. Yeah. And she threw the trophy, which I feel like they told her to do. No one just throws a trophy. I was thinking about it today um, on a panel. We were talking about like all the things people threw at during The Bachelor, like Peter threw the jacket in the pool, Mari threw the cake in the fire. Like, where do we think this trophy ranks? I think Mari did that. I think Mari loved doing that. She wanted oh, to do sure. that. I love Mari her and Kenny. It. Oh my gosh. So that wraps up this episode, but I still have a little more time with you. So I'm going to use it. I want to know, let's like talk a little bit more about Bachelor happenings yeah. that have gone on. First of all, thoughts on Jesse Palmer and any tea you've gotten on him. And did you watch his season? I didn't watch this season because I was probably like seven. So <laughs> I never saw it. I mean, Jesse Palmer is just there. He's really not giving us personality. He's not giving Clayton advice. He's kind of seems a little boring on the show. Like I felt like you can say what you want about Chris Harrison, but like he was so funny. He had so many funny moments and he was like involved. And I feel like, and Caitlin and Tasha were involved too. It feels like Jesse Palmer is, I always forget he's there. And then he pops up for two seconds and maybe that's what they want. Maybe they really want him to be so low key so that it doesn't cause any waves. He's just, you know, he's handsome. But then you don't, you literally don't need anybody. And I feel it's frustrating because I think that Jesse Palmer is a qualified, talented host for mm -hmm. sure. But I feel as though the franchise should have learned the lesson that a host, it's more interesting for us as an audience, for them to be more involved yeah. in an appropriate way. And now they're just like, it's like they're rewinding, like going back to Colton season, essentially. I mean, like I say Colton in my notes instead of Clayton all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they're just like trying to warm Jesse up to Bachelor Nation because they know how this topic of a host has been such a conversation. So maybe they're just, you know, going to maybe they'll show more of Jesse throughout the end of the season. But I want to see more of him. I want to see him and Clayton have talks and Jesse make jokes like I feel like they can they might as well make him a little bit of a personality. So he's not a robot. 
Yeah. And I, oh my God, I was dying last night. I was watching with my mom and Jesse walks in, in the scene is talking to the girls. And after like a minute, mom goes, Oh, I thought that was Clayton. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I know they literally look the same. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I just hope that producers like are listening. Do you ever think that sometimes they're just trying to crash and burn the franchise? They're trying, you think they're trying to like destroy it so that it's like no more. something like that or so they can just like completely go to Netflix or like something like that maybe because it seems like they're just they're doing too much there's too many seasons like we need like the reason why so many other shows stay on the air for so long is because you get one season a year or two seasons a year like Bachelor's doing like four or five different spinoffs and franchise seasons a year I think that they just need a hiatus or they need to just like only do spinoff shows. I think it'd be so cool to have like a Bachelors in the City spinoff shows or like mm. in Nashville and like just follow these people around and let them have like drama and relationships like that. Yeah, because it's actually like a lot of pressure for us. Do you know what I mean too? It's, we like the format maybe twice a year. Yeah, it's way too much pressure. And then I wanted to know your thoughts on Tasha and Zach and if you've received any tea about that. That's really sad that they broke up. The only thing I can really gather is that they, you know, moved on and that they like maybe finally gotten to know each other because Taisha was traveling for like the whole year and like doing different things. So I think that they just kind of grew apart and weren't a fit. They've stayed really silent. Zach has never gone on a podcast. Taisha has literally like said the most minimal she possibly can. So they kept that really tight nip. I don't think they'll ever get back together. And I wish that they shared more with us. I feel like as fans, we deserved it. Like, I feel like with Katie and Blake, like we knew what went wrong. Like we heard about it. Like they put out statements on their own Instagrams. I just don't have a lot of respect for Taisha and Zach and Riley and Marissa who just give us nothing. It's like, you want us to be invested in your relationship. We watch the fallout. Like you have to give us a little something. I think it's just kind of selfish. Is that mean? I mean, they like, I know it's their (laughs) lives, but it's like, you have to give the dedicated fans something. Like you can't just like be like, nope, we're not together. Well, why? I'm like halfway between you and like the other, like Melissa's like, it's not our business. I'm like, it is our business. Excuse me. Like they have money because of followers and like careers. And I mean, I understand. See, I disagree about Zach and Tasha. I'm also hopeless romantic, but I really think that they're staying quiet because they want to preserve whatever they had. Really? And they'll come back together at some point because that was weird. It came completely out of the blue after the marathon which was again like (laughs) no running for me like I'm not like my new boyfriend he's a hiker loves the outdoors like he will probably dump me if he ever takes me up a mountain because I'll be like I hate you Mm -hmm. like I'll turn into the devil but it was very odd timing because they seem so happy and Taisha is a person that makes her life look like picture perfect I don't know. I just feel like she doesn't post a lot. And I don't know if it's just because she was so scrutinized by like everything she does. Like anything Tasha did, it was like a story for like a five, six months. Like Tasha was just like the hottest topic of conversation. So I feel like now I just feel like we don't really know her too well because she's so private. There's definitely something big there that we don't know. Yeah. And we really won't unless we find out. Um, I mean, I feel like I have like mutual friends who have mutual friends with Tasha, So maybe I'll find out one day, but um, yeah. as far as now, I mean, it really did come out of nowhere and it was just kind of dry. 
Yeah. And um, I know that you did an episode with Justin Takes the Batch. Love him talking about Colton's, yeah. you know, TV show. Have you like run into Colton? Like, I'm, do you guys have mutual friends in WeHo? Like any updates on him? I have not um, seen him around. I haven't heard from him. I mean, I don't really um, keep up with him. I also don't think it's good to talk about him because people literally hate him so much. And I mean, I still like, think he's very um what he did to Cassie was so messed up and I still feel like he's not being super authentic like at least on social media maybe because all the backlash but he stays very quiet and private too so I don't really have an interest in becoming his friend or like seeing what's up with him to be honest yeah I get that but I do appreciate that you and Justin like did that episode do you know what Me I mean too. it was cool because like I was so invested in the documentary and I think it was a really good documentary overall um, I really recommend people watch it because it's not even just about like a guy on The Bachelor. Like it truly is about a gay man who was like in the closet and like was figuring this out at like 30 years old. So I was so happy to do that with Justin because we are both gay in The Bachelor, you know, community. So um, I'm glad that we were able to talk about that. And I was glad for Colton to share his story. Yeah. And it's funny, you and Justin are like East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. Let's go for drinks, you know, for sure. I love that. And um, and then the last thing I wanted to ask you about um, is just, I, I just actually want to talk about how much I love Matt and Rachel. Me too. Like they went back to Nemecolon. They legitimately seem so crazy in love. Do you ever get any tips about them or anything ever? They are so low key. I did hear that Matt hates the Bachelor fandom. Like not that he like hates like the fans, but he just like does not want to be involved or like, you know, kind of like dive into the bachelor world. Like he's just so over it. He doesn't want to be like involved in that stuff. And I feel like that's kind of the vibe with them. And that's why they're so low key and happy. And I don't blame them because the bachelor fandom is just so crazy and like, it's a lot. So um, I think they're just happy living life and they're not really getting involved. And I love them too. They're so fun to watch their stories. They're always traveling. They're always eating. I hope that they get engaged soon. And I think that they probably will wait another year or so just because Rachel's still like 25 and I don't think they've even moved in together officially. So um, we'll have to see what happens with them, but I'm totally rooting for them. Yeah. They're like nomads right now. Apparently I saw on their yeah. stories, they don't have anywhere to live. They're just like literally like, I mean, not living off of the land. They're living very luxuriously but yeah, in well, different places. I mean, that's just what happens. I feel like when you have so much money and you already have a career that you could do anywhere as like an influencer slash reality star, it's kind of just like more fun to take advantage of the, the world and just see it and worry about a home base later. What other content are you covering? What other reality shows, anything else like that you want to talk about? Yeah, I'm covering The Bachelor always because that's like my best hit. But I do a lot of other reality shows too. I cover like Bravo, Kardashians, like Netflix shows. I'm kind of trying to transform my content into a little bit more of like my personality. Like I feel like my content has always been successful because it's like The Bachelor tea. Like here's the tea. This is what you need to know. But I kind of want to make it more about Zachary and maybe do some more content that like pertains to my life. Obviously, like I'll, I'll always do the Bachelor Tea. There's so many people that like rely on it from me on TikTok. Um, but I'm kind of just focused on growing like my brand to maybe like separate a little bit from the Bachelor. But like, of course, I'll always like cover the tea. Do you? What do you think about that? So, who is Zachary Reality? Zachary Reality is like um, into fashion and 
lifestyle stuff and like Los Angeles and just trying to build his platform as an entertainment host that's like super sassy and vibrant and um, a little dramatic. I love it. It's exactly who you are. Are you going to cover Love is Blind? I am going to check it out. I can't promise that I'll watch the whole season, but I'll definitely check it out and do a few TikToks. I love that. I just found out someone I know is going to be on it. And I was like, holy moly. I just hope that they give him screen time because last season there were people that had full love stories that didn't even get any, they just cut them completely. So there's a lot of people on the cast. The picture just came out today of the cast photo. It, it looks like there's 40 people. There might be like less, but like, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Um, and so, yeah, tell me what's up with you. at shared news, any other stuff you have going on. And I am excited about your brand. I think that is fabulous. Yeah, right now I'm just kind of building my following on TikTok, YouTube. Um, I do entertainment hosting at Shared News and Hollywire. So I'm kind of just looking for more hosting opportunities. I also am getting into casting for reality TV. So I just signed on this week. We're casting a reality show about half siblings. Um, I saw that. I actually saw that somewhere. Yeah. So I'm just kind of learning the casting realms a little bit. Um, I think um, casting directors kind of want to work with me because I have like a reality TV audience so I can like get more people to apply for these shows. So I'm going to kind of see what the casting world is like. But ultimately, I'm, my goal is to just grow as a TV host. And I feel like I have to go on one reality show, at least in my 20s. So I'm going to audition for Big Brother and The Circle this year. And then we'll see what comes of that. Oh my gosh. What if you get on the circle? I mean, I think that'd be great. I think I have to go on at least one show. I was destined for it. Do you think that you know too much that they wouldn't put you on? How do you like overcome that? That we'll have to kind of see, you know, especially now that I'm like getting into casting, we'll kind of see if I do know too much, but I think that they can put me on a show that will work. I think I could do Big Brother because I don't know too much about Big Brother. Oh, and also there's this other reality show. I want you to blow it up because no one's watching it and I'm obsessed with it. Which, is it Joe Millionaire? No, I, I watched that. But no, this is My Mom, Your Dad on HBO oh, Max. I've heard of that. I love it so much. It's a show that you can watch, like with, especially if you come from divorced parents in any way. Uh-huh, like, me too. Yeah, you'll laugh your ass off. And it is an amazing group of characters. And I'm like on these people's Instagrams that were on the show and I'm like where are all your followers like this was the best eight hours of like reality television I've watched in a long time wow okay I I did get a dm from somebody to watch that show I think it was one of the girls on the show actually um but I never replied so I'm sorry um but I will have to (laughs) check it out yes you know I love my tv and I know what I'm talking about so I would highly suggest it uh thank you so much Zach for being on the show where can everyone find you Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks everybody for listening. You guys can just follow me at Zachary reality on Instagram, TikTok. Those are all my socials. Um, well, everything else, but Instagram and TikTok are the main ones. And, um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. And please everyone follow us at throw it batch pod and we'll see you next week.